Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace. The first thing I want to say is the Bible says in Proverbs 24, it says, By wisdom a house is built. Is that correct? By wisdom a house is built, the Bible says. Um, and um, the Bible says, Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Is that correct? So if you are born again, you're a child of God, you have the wisdom of God. Come on, I have the wisdom of God. So, by wisdom, a house is built. By wisdom, a home is built. And, and as a New Testament believer, I have the wisdom of God. But listen to this carefully. Everything that we have already in Christ is activated by revelation knowledge. So, it's already there because you are a believer. But what puts it into operation is revelation knowledge. So the wisdom of God that I need to build a house or a home is already resident in my spirit. But what makes it operational is what? Revelation knowledge. I've been teaching about in church on the policy of faith for the past few weeks in church. Uh, for the past four, 30 weeks now. And um, I was saying to church that the believer is not told to believe. You check the New Testament, we are not told to believe. We are believers. You will never see Paul tell anybody if you believe. It's only in the, in the Gospels you see that. And I hope you know that the Gospels is on the New Testament side of the Bible. doesn't make a New Testament. I'm sure Pastor Phil has taught you that. Mm-hmm. that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are on the New Testament side of the Bible, but it's not New Testament. New Testament only begins after the death I was saying, you know, Christ, because only the death of a testator can bring to effect a testament. Is that correct? All right. So, but you read from the epistles, you will never see, you will never see the believer told to believe. Why? Because he's a believer. But what you, you will find is that the believer is told to know. So, Ephesians 1, from the day ahead of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love unto all the saints... They're going to thank God for you and ask that you be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. Colossians 1. That you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. Philippians 1. That your love will abound in knowledge. Come and say amen. amen. So the believer is not told to believe. He's told to know. Why, does he, why is he told to know? Because it is knowledge that activates faith. It is knowledge that makes faith operational. So everything that is resident in our spirits as believers is made operational by revelation knowledge. Come on, say amen. amen. So say, I have the wisdom of God. I have the wisdom of God to build a good home, to build a good marriage. I have the wisdom of God to build a good marriage. Amen. So it's revelation knowledge from the word that activates this wisdom and makes it operational in your life. Come on, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus says about wisdom, he said, who is a wise man? Who is a foolish man? He said, the wise man is the man who who hears the word and does the word. And the foolish man is a man who hears the word and doesn't do the word. So he says, a wise man builds his house upon the rock and what happens? The storms come to the house. What happens? The house stands. And the foolish man builds his house upon sand. And what happens to the house? The storms come to the house. And what happens to the house? 
it falls. So question, what actually pulled the house down? Was it a storm? No. If it was a storm, both houses should have fallen. It was only a storm. So what actually pulled the house down? The foundation. And what's the foundation of the wrong of the house that fell? It heard the word, didn't do the word. So first thing you must know is this. Nothing external can defeat you. Nothing. If a child of God, born again, believer, nothing external. Nothing external. Huh. I feel like just learned one new thing. Listen. It, it says in Joshua 1 and Psalm 1, this book of the law shall not depart out. You know that scripture? It shall be written upon a day and night that, that success is guaranteed huh? when the book of the law is meditated upon. I said, if, now what the book of the law is to the Old Testament believers is what the word of his grace is to the Testament believer. And if success is guaranteed by meditation on the book of the law, success is more guaranteed on that grace. When you meditate on the word of his grace. I just laughed. Let me tell you. I want to tell you for four minutes. <laughs> Come and say amen. That's why I called them around 12 and 11 or 1 a.m. What are you doing? Are you studying? <laughs> and we talk and share with scriptures. I call Craig like that around two sometimes. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't sleep. <laughs> no, you have to sit in. You have to sit down with the word. Come and say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So listen carefully. The storms came to both houses. What am I saying? Nothing outside you. So all those people that think that it's witches from their village that destroyed their marriage. No. For a child of God, which is ancestors of the village, woke up. And decided to fight your marriage. No. If you're a child of God, nothing outside you can defeat you. If you're a believer in Christ, nothing outside you. Nothing. Doesn't have, they don't have the power to. So the wind, the storms came to both houses. So you can't stop the storms from coming. They will come. But you have what it takes to make the storm of no effect. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Yes, Hallelujah. So let's look at something. for Now, Pastor Chiman, his wife, and they spoke a lot about different things about marriage, but let me just speak out. Talk to merely to those who are not married. If you are not married, there is your hand. I think the whole church. Okay. Marriage is not happen in this church. That's one thing about that's one, one, one good thing about church. You know, meet your wife and your husband in the right place. You are almost like fifty percent sure the marriage will work. Not the one you meet on the road. You are walking, JJ, the can, the man now parks near you. He told you, now stand the bliss of what he's saying. Hello, I likes you. <laughs> the man says, I likes you, run. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you meet in church, like those beautiful sisters that were singing, praise and worship just now, like that one that was singing the solo. <laughs> if you like, don't open your eye. Shadadaba, Akabaya, Eba. Love about. Come on, say amen. No, church is the best place. I mean, the awesome place. Church is the only place. So while you are here, I know when I come, I'm going to hear again. I'm going to hear a lot of marriages in church. And it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Amen. So Genesis 24. Just read some things for you and just let leave you. Genesis 24. Hallelujah. So I want to just pick out some lessons from this story. On my own relationships, on making making a decision about marriage. Praise God. 
The Bible says Abraham was now old and well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He had said to his chief servant of his household, one in charge of all that he had, put your hand under my thigh, and I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, that the, and the God of the earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son, Isaac. Principle number one. Stay. Okay. Tonight, the operative word for our discussion is stay. Is that okay? Say stay. stay. Good. Number one principle we will learn to activate the wisdom of God is that stay in the family. Look at somebody say stay in the family. Stay. Say go to my people, my family. Stay in the family. Don't go outside the family. And when I say family, what do I mean? The body of believers. The body of Christ. Now, body of Christ is true. But you know, some body of Christ are not really body of Christ. <laughs> it's true. So stay in the body of Christ. True. That's, that's principle. Family. Stay in family. Now, let me tell you why you need to stay in family. You know, your father-in-law and mother-in-law must visit your house. Is that correct? Yeah. And the Bible says, in First John, John chapter 1, verse 12, as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become even to those that believe on his name. So not everybody is a child of God. Jesus told some people, you have your father the devil. Am I making sense to you? So when your father in love visits your house and he happens not to be God, <laughs> you will say, it's not to enter the house. He will come. Am I making sense to anybody here? Stay in the family. Stay in the family. Read Ephesians 2 for me. Let me show you something. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 verse 1. Mm-hmm. Are, let's read. And you are the middle life who were dead in trespasses and sins. Next verse. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to what? Of the power of the air. That what? The spirit who now walks where? In the sons of disobedience. So listen to this carefully. Every unbeliever has no control of his actions. There are principalities in the atmosphere, as they were saying, in the atmosphere. Uh, that control and inspire and compel him to behave in certain ways. Or how. So, listen, the prince of the power that now works in the sons of who? So you and your relation, you're my wife, for example, your wife, you're married. And then sometimes we have arguments. Have you? Have you ever had arguments with your husband? Have you ever had, Jim, have you ever had arguments with your wife? Are you sure you've had arguments with your wife? But listen to this. So we have arguments. And and so I'm married to an unbeliever. Maybe a woman now to a man unbeliever. We're arguing, and the Spirit of God says to the Christian man, just walk away. And she's talking, talking, talking. And the Spirit of God tells the man, just just go away. Just go away. And the Spirit of God also says to the woman, stop talking. But if you're not being influenced by the Spirit of God, but by the spirit of the power of the air. What will he tell the man? Slap her! Slap her. And, and, he, and something beyond him is controlling him. Slap her, slap her. Have you heard of women that kill their husbands? I heard that one was sleeping. The woman took a knife. Who, who told her to do it? The prince of the power of the air. Am I making sense to anybody here? 
So you, you cannot afford not to stay in the family. So you must stay in the family. Come on, say amen. amen. A girl came to me recently, suppose, supposed Christian. She wants to get married to a Muslim. And I'm like, do you know what you are doing? I said, and it means you were never saved. I, I don't understand how. How? So how will your kids pray? Always tell your kids the right way. <laughs> I don't make sense to anybody. Don't let me see. Do you, we must stay in the family. What communion has light and darkness? What connection has light as Christ and Beelzebub? Nothing. Nothing. That is rule number one. To have a godly home, stay in the family. Don't feel any pressure. Like what Pastor Phil said, you must not marry. You see, my wife told me, she said to herself that she, at the point where she told herself, God, even if I don't marry, I'm fine. Me and you, we're okay. That's when this tall, dark, handsome guy showed up. <laughs> Anointed. The time she had just like, Then I began to chase her from Nigeria. Come on, say amen. amen. God put her in my heart. I was praying and, and God put her in my heart. That's who you're going to marry. Really? At that time, we're not really talking, self. But something just, that's who you're going to marry. I said, okay, if it's you talking to me, then you make it happen. Because me, how will I even start to say it? It was happening. How? <laughs> Come on, say Amen. So number one is stay in the family. The person, if you say the person is saved, the person must really be saved. If the boy is talking to you and he says he's a Christian, I go to church, I go to church. If he says praise the God, run. <laughs> praise the God. Take off. That's not safe. If he says he's born again and you ask him, so you must ask Pastor Phil. I mean, come. I mean, this guy is born again. Even though Pastor Phil Phil is saved, do you doubt if salvation? Pastor Phil, for me, so saved. He has lived with me. He's born again. So, sisters, if you want to marry, make sure he's born again like Pastor Phil. Yes. Yes. No, the truth. Make sure he's born again. Not that you are not sure. Mm, If they go to church, once once they ask if he's born again, you doubt. That once you that mm, wrong. <laughs> once there's that mm, praise God. Two number two, stay in purpose. Stay in purpose. What did he say? He said, if the woman, the man said he will not come with me, and then I should I take your son back to um where you're coming from. Say, go to my family, my people. Right? Bring your wife from my son. What if she says she wouldn't come? Should I take your son? He said, no. Don't do that. Second, that, what, what, what does that mean to me and to you? Stay in purpose. Don't marry anybody outside purpose. I, I like the way they always spoke about it already. Purpose is important. What's God's purpose for your life? Going along with the person, will you get there? If I sister, if I brother, if you take that person along, will you get to where you are going? 
There's some sisters that don't want to marry pastors. Don't force them. Don't force them. Stay in your purpose. Stay in your purpose. Am I making sense to anybody here? What is God's plan for you? What, God, what has God called you, to do, called you to do? Sisters, what's God's plan for your life? So it's very important we discuss, because before you start talking marriage and discuss and making decisions about marriage, you must have discovered the purpose of God for your life and choose to walk in that path. Come on, say amen. amen. Now we don't have too much time. Let me just rush this. Listen to the second thing. The third thing that I want you to do is to stay in prayer. Come on, say amen. amen. The man, after, after Abraham gave him the charge, took out time to pray and asked God to help him and told God what God should give him um, speed and God should give him good speed and God should help him. So prayer is vital. We cannot become too, um, we cannot overemphasize the need for prayer in making a decision about who to marry. So you ask God to order your steps. You ask God to guide you. Ask God to show you what his will is. Ask God to tell you what his plans are for your life. Ask God who the person, when I say the person, let me know the person. Ask God to order your steps. Come on, say amen. You can't can't pray too much about this matter. Ask the Lord to guide you like this man did. Amen. 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 Bible says he that lacks wisdom, let him what? Ask. Ask God to guide you. Ask God to show you. Ask God to tell you. When I was asking God about who to marry, when God put her in my mind, I was not even talking to her. Can I tell you the truth? Can I tell you the truth to you? I, I didn't even, at that moment, I didn't even have any emotional because she wasn't here. I mean, make it sense to anybody. But I knew, when, I know when God speaks to me. I know the voice of God. That is who you are going to marry. That's my plan for your life. That's where you are supposed to go. I mean, make it sense to anybody here. Very important. Look, as I was a stay in prayer. So I've said three things now. Stay in the family, stay in purpose, stay in prayer. All right. Now, we're, we're closing. Now, notice something here. Notice something here. Um, I don't know how to put stay in this one, but just notice something. <laughs> before you look at, before we move to the last point, notice that many times we think that when we pray, that God to give us, let his will be done in our lives, we think he will just give us one sister we don't like. Or a brother we don't like, right? Because it's the will. I'm just married because it's the will of God, though. Isn't that will of God thing? It's the will of God, so... I'm just here in the will of God. I'm just... I'm, I don't really like you, but the will of God. I don't really want you, but the will of God. But listen to this. See what the will of God looks like. Verse 15... Before he had finished praying, Rebecca came out with a jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother. Now, I'm reading from verse 15. The girl was very beautiful. She was big. That girl that makes you skip, your heart to skip. You start stammering when you're talking to her. She was very beautiful. A virgin, no man had laid down with, laid with her. She went to the, down to the spring and filled up. So what am I trying to say to you? She was very beautiful. Beauty in the eyes of the beholder. So what it means is, when I ask God to guide me, I will like what he gives to me. Yeah. 
I will. I will like what? Huh? I will like it. And truly, when 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 God I liked what I see. I liked what I saw. I like what I see. I liked it. I first saw her picture. I said, hmm, this girl is fine. I know the truth. Should I talk to you people here? She liked. She had everything I liked. You're not marine spirit, oh. You're not marine spirit. Some people like slim sisters. Some of us don't like slim. We like to have and to hold, you know. Don't you read it in the vow? To have and to hold. To have and to. So I, 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 I. God bless all the slim sisters here. God bless you. The man that likes you is looking at you. Some of us do we know what we like? We like. I want to say amen. <laughs> and the last point. Notice something here. <clears throat> Rebecca, where, where was Rebecca when this man found her? By the well. Where was Zipporah when Moses found her? By the well. Where was Rachel? <laughs> when Jacob found her. By the well. So what is it about the well? <laughs> so, you are praying for husbands, sisters. I am not at the well. You go wait. Eh? Because it's by the well. So, what is the well? At this, at this point, I will stop. <laughs> no, I will stop. When I come again, we'll discuss the well. <laughs> but, but it's just simple. What's the well? Now, remember, notice all these girls were busy with their father's business. <laughs> Marriage was not what their problem was at that time. Their concern was their father's As they were, went about their father's business. Marriage came to them. So don't bother, don't give yourself stress. Go about your father's business. Stay in your purpose. For in your purpose, your man will locate you. Your wife will look. Stand on your feet, let's pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So let's call it another stay. Stay by the well. <laughs> Stay in purpose, stay in prayer. Stay in the family. Stay by the well. Stay by the well. That's a good stay. It's a book you should write for. Stay. Stay by the well. Stay in your father's business. Be don't be distracted. You know, sometimes with this husband matter and wife matter distract sisters and brothers. I'm 34, no man is saying hi. I beg. I don't go choir practice, go choir practice, go choir practice. Usher, usher, I've done everything. Nobody would they look me for that church. They know who they look. 
I do fringe, they don't see them. I do bro, what a blonde. Yeah, my beggar, they don't see him. Many people there. Hey. My beggar, I sing, they don't see him. I beg you. I beg you, I beg That's I beg you. That's, that's so at that point where you are distracted might just be the day that he was going to ask you but you're not going to come judge <laughs> he has been waiting for the day we tell you but that day was the day you not got fed up I beg then somebody else now sings that song should have sung and she sang it so well and the brother goes to meet her Make sense to anybody? Stay in the Father's business. Lift your hands towards heaven and just talk to God right now. And ask the Lord for grace in this place. For those who are not married, ask the Lord to just reveal His wisdom to you at this time. To the things I've shared, we have heard, stay in the family, stay in prayer, stay in purpose, stay in the family, stay in the place of your assignment, stay in the place of your assignment, stay in the Father, in your Father's business. Stay in the place of assignment. 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 Stay in the place of your assignment. Abracasit Stay in the place of your assignment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord 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 Jesus. And for those who are married, listen, Pastor. The host just hit it on the head. Uh, by privilege, by privilege, Bishop Yudipo gave me marriage counseling. Mm, you know, I had to see the high and mighty before I could marry my wife. I had to be approved by many people. So one of the counseling sessions by the great Bishop Yudipo, he said to me, he said, Wally, the Bible does not say you should love Frida if she submits to you. Say, love her whether she submits or not. You know the way it talks. Freedom. Submit to Wally whether he loves you or not. Amen. And he said to us, he said, the marriage will walk on one wing like a plane. He said, genuine submission, you know the way it talks, will provoke genuine love and genuine love will provoke genuine submission that if I if I love my wife she will submit to me if I if she submits to me I will love so he said to me face your own work Frida face your own work you love as Christ loved you submit as unto the Lord I tell women women in our church you come to you come to church. You are the Lord. I lift my hands to you, Lord. Before you came to church, you have told your husband, idiot. <laughs> you have insulted him. Then put the hand down. The Lord, the Lord, you can see at home. You didn't worship him. worship him. You didn't worship him. <laughs> then the one you cannot see, you are raising your hand. Put it down. No, that's my business skill. Just add the A to anything is correct. <laughs> Amen. 
So, you know, I pastor. I'm not, I'm not pastoring all or people like you. I pastor, not all of like you. It's a mixture. So I have to pastor them well. I have to add their. Amen. The ones you cannot see. So, what am I trying to say to you? Love, like Pastor Idaza said, love if, love not because she submits and submit not because she loves. Do your work. So, here this as I close. I was, a couple, I was talking to a couple who were having challenges and I said to them, listen, to the, to, the wife, to the husband, to the wife first, who came first, your only weapon, your only weapon to make your husband love you is your submission. You can't nag him to submission. You can't insult him to, you can't nag him to love you. You can't, you can't insult him to love you. You can't complain for him to love you. Complain from now to the next day. Don't produce love. Only submission produces love. Then the man came the next day to my office. I said to him, the only way you can produce love from, submission from your wife is not by beating her, nagging her, insulting her, keeping money away from her. The only way is to love her as Christ loved the church. And I said, Pastor, what did you tell my wife yesterday? I said, I told her that the only tool for love, to produce love from you is submission. He said, ah, Pastor, she was behaving well yesterday. <laughs> Come on, give God a cup of praise tonight. <laughs> this concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.